What's up, everyone? Welcome to Confessions of a Gym Rat, getting you through the 9 to 5 as healthily and happily as possible. I need to stop having as many dreams about the Jonas Brothers as I do. Um, Yep, that's how we're going to open the show. I've had an unhealthy amount of dreams about the Jonas Brothers in the past, um, I would probably say six months. I, uh, I'm on a medication that makes, one of the side effects is that it makes my dreams very vivid. And according to my therapist, my dreams don't have anything to do with like my, uh, brain or like there's no psychological reasoning behind it. So I'm not going to look into that fact and I'm just going to accept it, but I cannot stop having these very vivid dreams about the Jonas Brothers specifically. Those are the only characters that reoccur in they're reoccurring in my dreams not that I'm complaining I I would consider myself to be a fan of the Jonas Brothers but it's a little concerning and if I were to tell one of them this I think that they would probably file a restraining order (laughs) uh but last night's dream I was front row to their concert front row like so close that Nick Jonas could make eye contact with me and I could confirm that he knows that I'm a person now, like that I exist in this world. So I had a dream. They play soccer. Everyone's going crazy. They play year 3000. I'm singing all the words. Sophie Turner's in front of me. She writes her autograph on my hand. I'm like, uh, I'm screaming because I have Sophie Turner's autograph on my hand in Sharpie. And right after song number two, year 3000, my dad's like, all right, we got to go. Your brother's football game. We got to leave now. And I'm like, Dad, we're, we only got to see two songs, though, and we're front row. And he's like, no, but we're going to be late to the game. And we said we would go. So in my dream, I'm like, yeah, all right. All right, let's go. Go to his football game. Somewhere in the middle of the game, I go to the bathroom, wash my hands, come out. And it hits me like a ton of bricks that I washed off Sophie Turner's autograph on my hand. And then I started freaking out to my dad and was like, hold up. We had front row tickets to the Jonas Brothers and we only stayed for two songs. And that's basically where the dream ended. I woke up pretty outraged for multiple reasons. One, the fact that in my dream, I did only get to experience two songs. And the fact that it was a dream and not real life. So yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Um, Before I get into my weekly recap, because I kind of want that to be a little bit more structured, I figured we'd just sit and chit-chat, chit-chat a little bit. I want you guys to know what's going on, what I'm listening to, what I'm reading, what I'm watching on TV. So if you don't care for any of that, I won't be offended. I have the time breakdowns written in the description for each podcast. So if you're strictly here for the fitness talk and the education part, just fast forward. I I won't know. And therefore, I will not be mad. Even if I do know, I won't blame you. Anyway, um, it's important to me that you guys know what TV shows I'm watching. So I can take you along my journey with me. Um, I am watching Grey's Anatomy for the first time. I started it about a month and a half ago. And I am now at the end of season 12. I have been flying through Grey's Anatomy at an absolutely disgusting rate. It's 
quite sickening how fast I've gotten through this show. It's like a drug that I simply cannot turn off. Uh, of course, the first, I would say seasons one through five were definitely more engage, engaging than where I'm at right now. So I was able to get through a lot of it when I'm working. Like I'll have it on in the back or on like I have multiple screens. So I'll have that on instead of listening to a podcast or music. But either way, I've been flying through it and at, at an absolutely disgusting rate. Um, spoiler alert in case you have not watched. I did get past the park where part where Derek Shepard has departed us. Um, don't want to get too into that. But I told myself that I, I knew that, that that was the only spoiler I knew going in. Because I'm like 10 years late to the game. Um, I knew that Derek Shepard at some point was going to pass away. And I told myself, eh, I'll probably I'll probably stop watching when he's gone because Meredith and Derek, that's half the show right there. Um, that's not necessarily the case. I keep telling myself, yeah, I'm probably going to drop off soon. And then I find myself sitting down to watch again. I feel like I'm in so deep that I have to see it through. Like I can't, and this show's not over, so I feel responsible for like, I feel like I have to see it through. I owe it to Ellen Pompeo to see the rest of the season through. So that's what I'm doing there. Um, I am also keeping up with House of Dragon, House of the Dragon, whatever. I'm notorious for watching TV shows at least five years after they were popular. So I decided now in the year 2022 that it was time for me to get HBO Max and watch Game of Thrones, um, which is nice because I had a lot of people to talk to about it since everyone's already watched it years ago. But yeah, I threw, threw, flew through Game of Thrones. Can't speak. Um, which was perfect year to do it because House of the Dragon's now on. So I've been keeping up with that. Won't really get too into it because I know that a lot of people are behind or catching up. So I don't want to, I don't want to ruin it for y'all. But if you want to have a discussion in the uh, reviews or in the DMs, just I'm here to talk about it. I've got opinions and I'd, I'd love to speak on them. Um, and one more quick update that I feel is necessary to share. My fantasy football team is in third place right now. And although I am going for the gold, I would like to secure, secure number one. I am highly impressed that I'm in third place because I do not even know who's on my fantasy team. Therefore, this is an accomplishment. <laughs> I, uh, I am a Giants fan. So I watch the Giants games and then that's it. Like I Sunday night, like I just said, I'm watching House of the Dragon. I'm not staying up to watch like the Cowboys or whoever. I watch the Giants and that's about it. Um, I'm not even 100% confident that I know the correct rules to fantasy football. So to take home the gold would be, uh, it, it would just, it would be a major accomplishment. So that's where we stand there. We're 2-0, baby. Third place. And I will continue to keep you updated on that, even if you don't want to hear it, because <laughs> I am proud of it. Um, anyway, 
I want to move on from this little light chit chat and get started with today's podcast. Oh, but before I get into it, I actually I want to give you guys a huge, huge, huge thank you um, to everyone who subscribed, listened, given me a rating and a review. It means a lot to me. It takes a lot of time and effort to record these and um, it just it really means a lot to me to show that you guys show your support. I appreciate all your messages and I honestly couldn't do any of this without you, but yeah, we're not going to get too sappy. So let's get into the podcast. All right. So for my weekly recaps, I thought that it would be cool if I did um, like three highlights and three lowlights instead of just kind of rambling about God knows what. So that's how we're going to format it. I'm going to start with the lows and then end with the highs because I enjoy ending on a high note. So yeah, that's how we're going to do it. So three low lights. Number one, the mo- like the number one low light was something that happened to me in the gym last week. So I had had quite a long day. I woke up at six in the morning. I got ready for work, went into the office for a full eight and whatever, however many hours. Right after going to the office, I had to go straight to personal training. It's, it was one of those days where I packed three, all, all three of my meals were with me on the go. By the time I'm done personal training, it's like finally time for me to go to the gym. I'm ecstatic. I'm elated. I, I am through the roof to finally be getting to my workout. I scoop my way on over to the locker room, get changed, hair up, pods in, feeling pumped and ready to go. I take not even two steps out of the locker room and some man, some specimen, inserts himself right in front of my freaking face, trapping me so I cannot move any farther. Before I even have time to process what's going on, the words, hi, do you have a boyfriend? Come out of this man's mouth. Um, And I do horrible in these situations. I have an issue with not processing things before I say them, before I react to them. So my dumbass goes, oh, no. All, All meek and shy. And he proceeds to go on this rant. Well, you know, it's not that that's what I'm looking for. But, uh, I mean, you have a great body. Like, obviously, you could tell you're fit. Like, you work out and stuff. So I was thinking that we could, like, get lunch or a cup of coffee. Um, and we can, like, see if we could be friends. And if it ends up being more, then it ends up being more. But, you know, I, I've been hurt in the past before. So I think we should start off being friends and then we'll see what happens. I, like, I, I didn't even know... I don't know if words came out of my mouth. I think I blacked out for that one second mentally because I was so shocked at what had just occurred. I've had weird scenarios like that happen before, but this man fully went into a rant on why we can't date, but it's a possibility as if I knew him and had asked him to be my boyfriend. So, yeah, I was extremely uncomfortable. Um, but I think the worst part of it all was the fact that he was waiting for me to exit 
the locker room. Like that, in my opinion, is not okay. You should not be trapping, like nobody should feel trapped anywhere. It's not okay to wait for somebody outside the locker room, outside in the parking lot. It's creepy. It comes across wrong. I know I can't speak for all women, so I'm not going to get into the whole asking for your number in the gym thing. I have my own personal opinions. But waiting for someone, I think, is a very freaking weird thing to do. So that was definitely a low light. And if you have done that or think it's a good idea, please change your mindset. Thank you very much. Um, low light number two though, moving on. Um, I had team meetings this week. They were three hours long for three days and they went over. Uh, I don't think anybody really enjoys three hour meetings, so I don't need to say much more about that. I just have a very short attention span. So to be engaged for three hours is a big ask of me. And low light number three. I would say is, hmm, let me think about this one. I think low light number three is just the lack of sleep that I've gotten. I have been staying up too late to watch more TV than I should be, and therefore my sleep has taken the back burner. Um, And I know that that's not healthy, so I'm recognizing it, but yeah, your girl's tired. Oh, No, I'm going to change my answer. Backtrack. Hold up. Rewind. The low light, the third low light is the fact that it's 50 degrees today. um, And that's disgusting. (laughs) I'm a beach bum. I enjoy the summer. And I was freezing wearing a sweatshirt and leggings today. And it made me sad. I'm not looking forward to a New Jersey winter. Um, So yeah, I was disappointed about that. But let's switch gears into highlights. Um, My number one highlight has to be releasing this podcast. You know, Um, I I, like I said, I thank you guys so much for um, subscribing, listening, all that stuff. But this is a really exciting new project and chapter for me. So that takes number one. Lock it and leave it. Let's see. Number two would be I went out to drinks to get drinks with my coworkers on Tuesday. We haven't gotten together like all in a group for quite some time. We were missing one. We were missing our dear Christopher. He moved to North Carolina. So unfortunately he could not be with us. RIP there in spirit. Um, but it, it had been a while since all of us went out together. So It was fun. I had some margaritas. They were delicious. That's all that needs to be. Oh, we had a super cool waitress too. Um, Turns out we had her at another restaurant back on the, uh, back on Cinco de Mayo. And we remembered her. She remembered us. She hooked it up, did a shot with us. Shout out to her. She's sick. Sick. Um, Third highlight. Hasn't happened yet. Because I'm recording this on a Friday, but Saturday, tomorrow, I'm going to the Yankees game. So I could tell you guys more about it next week, but um, if I could see Aaron Judge break the home run record, I would be pretty stoked. Even if he ties it, I would be pretty stoked, but they are playing a game tonight. So if he does both tonight, I'll be a little bit upset. I'll be a little sad. 
nonetheless supposed to be a beautiful day tomorrow higher than 50 degrees thank freaking god <sighs> yeah so those are my highlights and lowlights of the week thank you for giving a shit and listening <laughs> but enough chit chat enough chitter chatter about my life let's get into the meat of this podcast okay there's one more thing that i forgot that i wanted to mention before i move on uh this week i made chicken and black bean tacos for my meal prep delicious easy to take with me i used the recipe from gathered nutrition she's on tiktok i think her name is mia but um i go on her blog on the internet and she made a recipe for sweet potato and black bean tacos, but Yagao needs her protein. So I swapped out sweet potatoes for chicken. Uh, just wanted to throw that out there. Low meal inspo for y'all. So check out Gather Nutrition. Uh, really easy um, recipes, but they're delicious. Okay, now we can move on. All right, for the bulk of today's podcast, we are talking TikTok baby. Uh, and I know everyone's TikTok feeds are a little bit different, but I see a lot of both great and inspiring, but also harmful TikTok trends circulate in the social medias these days. So wanted to pick out a few. Some of them I approve, some of them I don't approve. Uh, and just give you my two cents on some popular TikTok trends that are going around. So the first TikTok trend I know has gone on a lot of my friends for you pages. It is the 12-3-30 treadmill workout. If you're not familiar with the workout, you set the treadmill to 12% incline at three miles per hour, which is three on the little speed button, and you walk on it for 30 minutes. My problem with this trend is not with the exercise itself. It is with the way that it's being portrayed on social media. Is it like a good way to challenge yourself if you're not that active or if this is something you haven't done, like incline walking. Yeah, sure. No, it's it's a form of exercise, you know. It, I'm, I'm not knocking it. I'm not, it's definitely not bad for you. But it's being portrayed on TikTok as like the key to success for losing weight. Um, losing weight, I'll, I'll talk about this more in another podcast. I don't want to get too in depth on it now, but like for the overall health of your body. And if your goal is for like, I don't know, losing weight, you really want to have a mix of both resistance training and cardiovascular exercise. So simply going to the gym and doing the 12, 30, 12, 30, oh my gosh, workout isn't going to make you shed 10 pounds, you know? There's a lot more that goes into it. Also, if you are someone who has not been working out consistently or you're trying to get started, it might be a little bit too challenging for you, you know? it. I think it's a great idea, like, to be put out there on TikTok, like, hey, try this challenge. Sure, go ahead. Um, but no, it's not for everyone at this time, you know? So you can go ahead. You can try it. Definitely don't knock it. But I don't want you to view it as the key to success or like a must-have staple in the gym, you know? Hope that, hope that makes sense. Another trend that I've been hearing a lot about is liquid chlorophyll. If you haven't seen this trend on your TikTok, people are using liquid chlorophyll to 
like as an antioxidant and anti-inflammatory. In my personal opinion is there's other, there's better products out there for as far as anti-inflammatories or there's foods that maybe you stay away from that you know can cause inflammation. Um, a lot of dairy causes inflammation, unfortunately, but I will be eating cheese for the foreseeable future. <sighs> Liquid chlorophyll, um, it, it's like the pigment that gives plants their green color. Um, it's important in photosynthesis, I think. I'm not, I'm not a science person, but I'm pretty sure that that's accurate. Um, what I do know is it's not necessarily bad. Like it's okay if you take it, yeah, but doctors have concluded it's safe to use in moderation. There are risks though that are associated with specifically the sun. So my verdict, my take on this trend is it's not really necessary and there's other things that you could do to like, oh my God, I can't speak, reduce anti-inflammatory. You could also just take antioxidants. Like there's fruits and stuff that have antioxidants in them. Um, if you are taking liquid chlorophyll, you have to be careful in the sun. It does increase your risk of sunburn. As I said, it's a critical, it plays a critical role in photosynthesis. So take on this, be careful with it but it's also just not really necessary. Next thing I want to talk about is hashtag what I eat in a day. I hate this trend. Um, I really, the, the majority of the videos that I've seen are not truthful with, and you have to be very careful with this trend. And there's a lot of influencers. I know I've done a few out there that try and correct the wrongs that are out there and show what a true, what I eat in a day looks like. Um, my personal opinion is if you were looking at these videos, you can use them for inspiration for meals and snacks, but that's it. You, first of all, should not be eating the same amount that anybody else is really. Your body is unique to you. Just because you see some stick-thin girl on TikTok posting that she eats blueberries for breakfast and a granola bar for lunch doesn't mean that you should be, you know? You can't eat like the, bo like the bodies you wish you had. You have to eat for the body that you do have, if that makes sense. A lot of these videos promote disordered eating. Um, I've seen some very crazy ones. A lot of girls, unfortunately, undereat and they're not like they're not recognizing that they are, they're not aware of it. So to, to sum it up, my take on this, not a fan, use it for food and meal inspiration, but you shouldn't be copying anyone's um, dietary agenda. Next TikTok trend that I've been seeing a lot is the nature cereal trend. A lot of people are using fruit salads for breakfast um, and they're putting coconut water on top. So it like kind of looks like cereal, you know, <sighs> my take on this, not a bad, not a bad idea. Personally, I like to get my protein in through all of my meals, getting the right amount of protein in for your body is super important for gaining lean muscle. But as long as you're working that in, you're still getting the right amount of protein in 
I think that this is a good snack idea. Snack, meal, whatever. Um, you know, there's fruits have so many different vitamins and minerals in them that are great for us. It's also natural sugar, you know, good like good for you sugar. And coconut water is um, really good for hydration, actually. Personally, I don't really like the taste of coconut water. I, I've had it. It's not really for me. Um, but I don't see any health issues in this trend. So if you're getting all your protein in or if you need to get more fruits in, I don't know, maybe try pouring coconut water over it. I'm cool with this one. Another trend I've been seeing is quote unquote profi. Hate that I just said that word out loud. Um, I will not be saying that word ever again, <laughs> but it's basically just protein and coffee. So people um, like blend in protein powder to either like the milk that they use as a creamer or into the coffee themselves. The taste isn't gonna be for everyone, but if you like it, I say go for it. You know, there's nothing wrong with mixing protein powder and coffee. Just make sure you're using like a good brand that you like the taste. Um, I'm always careful with the amount of stimulants that I take in. But yeah, no, it's a, I think it's a great way to get your protein in. Um, and if you're not a big breakfast in the morning eater, this might be a great way to, yeah, get some extra protein in, a little extra energy I'm for it. I don't know. I, I think that if you like the taste and you can find a combination that works for you, I think this is genius. I, I think it's genius. All right, two more for you. Bear with me. <sighs> Chia water for weight loss. Automatic now. Out. <laughs> Chia seeds are, are definitely good for you. They're, um, they definitely have health benefits. But there's not going to be one product out there, one drink one food that's going to make you lose weight. I'm sorry, I wish that that was the truth, that it was that way, but it's not. It just ain't. Um, what's going around on TikTok is that if you put chia seeds in your water, chia seeds expand and they help fill up your stomach. Um, so you'll be less hungry for food. And that just screams disorderly to me you shouldn't be trying to like stop yourself from eating. Instead, fill yourself up with volume foods like fruits and vegetables. But trying to fill yourself up to avoid eating is one, very toxic behavior. It's a bad mindset, I think at least. And two, it's not gonna make you lose weight. You know, first of all, if you're eating less but you're not exercising, like what do you, like, Come on, what do you think is going to happen, really? You got to put in the work for it. Two, um, like I said, there's no one product that's going to make you lose weight. So if you want to have chia seeds in your water, go for it. Personally, I like to have my water without seeds <laughs> in it. Oh, that's just me, though. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy for thinking that. But yeah, I don't like the way that this one's being portrayed on TikTok. <sighs> Last one. Home stretch, baby. My throat hurting. Don't turn that and take that into something nasty. It's because I've been talking, okay? Anyway, dry scooping pre-workout. Guilty. I've, I 
have done this. I've posted videos on my, on my Instagram story of me doing this before. And then I looked into it and realized that it's really not good for you. Um, I learned from my mistake, hand up. Yes, I used to do it, but I've learned from it. And I think it's important that I admit to you guys that, yeah, no, I did used to do it. I fell for the trend. Pre-workout one is meant to be mixed with water. It's, I don't really know all the science behind it, so I'm not going to try and speak on it and give you guys potentially false information. But there's a reason why the instructions say mix with 8 to 10 ounces of water. Um, it's just the amount of like stimulation, like stimulant that's entering your body without the water could lead to respiratory and cardiovascular. So basically your heart and, and your breathing, heart and lung struggles, distress. And there has been people who actually have died from doing this. That's rare. You know, that's an extreme. Um, but it's really not worth the risk. Find yourself a good flavor. Drink some water with it. Um, just do what the do what the instructions say. You like you don't want to be that one odd guy in the statistics. Trust me, it's not worth it. Over eight ounces of water. Yeah, those are my takes on TikTok. Stay safe out there, y'all. You know, if if I <laughs> if I gotta recap this with one sentence it's stay safe out there on the internet folks there's a lot of screwed up information or wrongly portrayed information out there on the internet so do a little fact check research from credible sources before you go ahead and believe things um that's my take on these trends just trying to give you some awareness we're going to move on from this topic now because we've talked enough about TikTok for one episode. <laughs> and uh, we're going to get into some questions that you guys have sent for me to answer this week. All right. So huge shout out to everyone who submitted questions for this week. Obviously, couldn't do this without you. And I get so many questions on Instagram every week that I want to answer, but it's just a lot to type out or it won't make sense. And a story's only up there for like, what, 10 seconds? So I have a few questions from you guys from this past week that we're gonna dive right on into. So my first question is from Vanessa and it reads, do you have any tips as a fellow gym girly working a nine to five and wanting to build more of an online presence? I wanna start filming my training and sharing more, but part of me is scared, but I'm also happy to bunker down during my cut. And I love this question. Um, and I love that I'm able to talk about this and respond on the podcast because in a DM, I'd be typing for what would seem like forever. Um, let's see, tips for starting a page and increasing your social presence while working a nine-to-five. I plan out my posts in advance. And by that, I mean I sit down the night before, I type up my posts, I put it in my drafts, so that way it's ready to go and all I have to do is unlock my phone, go into Instagram and press, press oh my God, post the next day. Um, I really don't have time to be sitting down typing out a whole long paragraph while I'm trying to work. Otherwise I won't get you the posts at the time that you would want them. So that's definitely my biggest tip, planning ahead. Um, 
Hmm. I guess other than that, I try and catch up a lot on my DMs and stuff during lunch. I I give myself social media breaks. That's actually probably my number two tip. Scratch what I just said. Rewind. Beep, beep, beep. Um, so my number two tip would definitely be to allot yourself like phone breaks. I don't have it like scheduled out in my calendar, but what I'll do is I'll I'll be working on a task, like something I need to complete. That might take me a half hour, it might take me an hour, it might take me 15 minutes, depends on what it is. I can't go on social media until I finish that task. And then when I do, I'll, I'll give myself, you know, five minutes. Five minutes to post something, story, five minutes to respond to people, to comment on someone's page, like whatever I want to do in those five minutes and then it's back to work for another hour or how long it takes me. So I think my two tips, yeah, would be to one, plan out your posts and what you're going to do in advance, write out your captions in advance, and two, um, allot yourself breaks. So it, it, it also helps with the work aspect too, you know. It's so easy to be in front of your computer forever and lose track of time and then the day's gone and your brain's burnt out, so... Yeah, those are definitely my two tips there. My second question is from Amy, and it reads, did you have to build for a long time to gain so much muscle? And the short answer is yes, but I want to go a little bit more in depth. Obviously, yes, you have to go through building phases or bulking phases to gain muscle. But more importantly, nothing, whether it's losing weight, gaining muscle, whatever your physique goals are, Nothing is going to happen immediately. It's not, it might not even happen in a year. And that's the flat out truth. And it sucks. And I hate that it is the way that it is. Um, because as a society, we're very used to, and now we expect instant gratification. And that's not the case. I started my first bulk cycle three years ago. So I did one my junior year, senior year, last year. I want to do one again. So this is going to be my fourth bulk cycle. It takes time. It takes years, but it's worth it. I think that's where a lot of people get deterred because they expect, oh, like it'll take a while. They think a few months they're supposed to look a certain way. No, it really takes years, but the way that I look at it, you have two options. In a few years, you can be extremely comfortable with your body image, um, make a lot of progress in both physical and mental aspects in those four years. I, I four years, sorry, and years, or you can give up and continue to be unhappy with yourself. So that's pretty much all that's there. The, the third question, the next question kind of coincides with that. It reads, how many years did it take you to build that dream body? Thank you very much. Um, like I said, I've been working at this for, I've, I've gone through like four, this will be like my fourth round of bulking and cutting. But I started working out in 2017. It's 2022. Um, it, this is the first year that I've truly felt comfortable and confident in my body. And that's sad to say, you know. Um, and everyone's journeys are different. Everyone starts at different points. Everyone learns at different paces. But for me, I've been working at this for five years now. And the last question I'm going to answer today reads, best chest workout, question mark. 
I get a lot of questions like these, very like vague ones that I can't really answer. Um, there's no best chest workout. You know, you shouldn't be doing one workout every single week. With that being said, the basics and the fundamentals are fundamentals for a reason, like bench press. Um, but you want to be continuously challenging your body. I do the same variations of the same movements every week on chest day, like a bench press, a some sort of fly, some sort of dumbbell press, you know, things like that. But my workout doesn't stay the same from week to week, so I can't give a clear answer on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's as much as I can really answer there. Those were the only questions that I got this week, so keep on sending more. You can either write them in the review section, shoot me a DM. Um, I really do want to hear your questions and answer them on. We are going to chug along, move on forward, <laughs> and I have a great interview um, for you guys to listen to next, so let's get right into that. All right, everyone, we have a great interview with Jill Gressley here. You might know her on Instagram and TikTok as at Jill G Fitness. Jill and I have been following each other. We were just talking about it for like four-ish years now, I guess. we I don't know how we even found each other, but we, were, but we both started following each other when we had like 20 followers. And yeah. it's kind of crazy to see how your account has blown up over the years. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy to see how both of us have grown, honestly. Like even everything that you're doing, like doing the podcast now. I know you put out like a book and things like that also. Like just awesome to see how much we've grown it since then. I know. We literally went through like all of our college years. Yeah. All started. <laughs> you blew up on TikTok too. How did that happen? I feel like overnight you gained like 20,000 followers. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, No, like literally, yeah, that's what happened. So my one video on TikTok went viral um, and it got like 3.5 million views. But like I've had other videos blow up too where like I got some followers for, for it, even though it had like a lot of um, like a lot of views, but not like that video did. So at that time, my page on Instagram probably had around like two or three thousand followers, and then wow. on TikTok, <laughs> I probably only had like a couple hundred. Like, yeah. Um. So that video blew up, and then that was like the first time my video even like got like past like ten thousand views. So like when I I went from like no views Nothing, to like yeah. a lot of things, like right away. Um. And then that video was like viraling for like two weeks. So I just like kept gaining like followers or like honestly almost like a month that that video was still getting reach. Um, so on TikTok, yeah, I gained like 10,000 followers from that video like plus and then those followers went over to Instagram and then like my Instagram started doing really well. My engagement got really uh, high. So just like, yeah, that video like was literally what helped me grow. That's awesome. Honestly, your account deserves it too. I've, like I said, I've been following you for a while and I like how um, you've been very like open and transparent about your mental health struggles too. And just like everything you're going through in life, as far as your daily routine, one of the reasons why I wanted you to be on this podcast is because I know that 
for a while you were studying was it to be a dentalist like a hygienist or yeah, a hygienist. Okay. yeah I know and I liked I thought that the two of us were similar in that way because we were both studying and balancing like our physical health and also trying to work on our mental health all at the same time um so can you talk I guess a little bit about those days when you were studying and kind of like I guess the feelings that you went through during that time period and your daily routine like how did you juggle all of that yeah so I mean I guess for me, it's almost a little bit different because I started to really fall in love with fitness when my senior year of high school going into college. So my first year of college, I went to Seton Hall for a year undecided. Um, and I kind of just like, I was originally going to go to dental school. Like I originally wanted to be like an orthodontist or a dentist. Um, and I think like the amount of schooling and like math and like science, yeah. like I just did it. I psyched myself out also. And I kind of thought like, I can't do this. Like I was very like, inse- I was just very insecure. And like, I doubted myself a lot, like when I first started. Um, and then at that same time, I really fell in love with fitness. I didn't realize that I was going to do something with fitness initially, but, um, really quick I transferred out of Seton Hall because I kind of was like I need to get my shit together like the school is so expensive to be here undecided like yeah and if I don't yeah like if I don't know what I'm doing like I can't be here like I need to make a decision fast like I stress myself out so much I'm so <laughs> so like, I cannot cannot handle like not feeling like I have my shit together yeah. I guess yeah. like it's hard no, when you're right me. it's expensive too like to just be floating through college like oh, I'll figure it out later like like a hundred grand later. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this needs to get figured out. So I found hygiene and I was like, okay, this is like perfect. Cause I don't, I really love fitness. So like I can do this kind of part time also like down the road, if I decided I wanted to have kids, like it's a good like job where you can, you're able to have more flexibility. I wouldn't have to own my own practice. Um, and it just seemed like a way a quote unquote easier route and um, just more my vibe um but then like going into dental dental hygiene school I like transferred my sophomore year to go to Bergen Community College um and then into the hygiene program I just had to finish a few continuing education credits um and then I kind of realized like at that time I was like I literally like need to do something with fitness like because in school I was also like that's when my page started to do well yeah like my like my senior year of college so like going through it I was just kind of like this is like literally like my backup plan like <laughs> if like the fitness thing doesn't work out like hygiene is like what yeah. I was gonna be my backup plan kind of thing but yeah as far as like balancing everything goes I literally so I'll during college I didn't like really work like a crazy amount like I was like waitressing and like mm-hmm. hosting um, so I would do that like around like three d- days a week That's pretty and normal. then for, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like a, like a full-time job or anything like that. Um, so I would work on like the weekends and then during like school, I was kind of like when I was in class, um, I was there and in clinic and things like that. And then I would 
take my rest days on days where I had like clinic. So mm-hmm. like days where I was there from like eight to like eight at or like late at night. Yeah. Um, then I would like, you know, I would be like, okay, these are my designated rest days. So my, my gym schedule revolved around like my clinic and school schedule. Um, and then it was also a really good time to like bulk in like the fall semester. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'll take like more rest days anyway. Um, and then th- that those days I would just study like all day or like do homework all day. Honestly, the thing that I feel like made it the easiest for me, probably different from you, because you actually went to like a university, like you stayed there and like you had that whole experience. Like I commuted. Um, so I didn't have that. Um, so honestly, yeah, like my social life was not really there like as much. Um, so mostly all I did was I just went to school and I studied and then I went to the gym and and I worked that, that, like, that was just like um but, I yeah. feel like that's what I do now <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah no I like yeah, that you said I that you it. uh planned your rest days around the days that you knew you were going to be super busy I feel like that's one of the biggest like quote-unquote excuses I hear from my clients now is like oh I I didn't make it because I had a really busy day so I only went like two times this week when they were aiming to go like I don't know three days four days yeah it's so it takes like five minutes to just plan out your schedule for the week in your head and be like okay no that Tuesdays I'm gonna be out from eight to eight so I'll make Tuesday a rest day and I'll go to the gym on Wednesday instead yeah yeah that's yeah no definitely yeah so you now you're working like what two days a week as a hygienist and then yeah, so I work every Friday, like definitely. Um, and then I work like one Saturday a month. Um, so it just depends because I cover the other hygienist shift. I know the doctor wants me to work more, but like <laughs> I'm just like, um <laughs> I've been like <laughs> kind of debating it, but I just like don't really want to because my biggest thing was like I was scared of so right after I graduated hygiene school, I literally like I took my boards and that, then I immediately like enrolled in like a personal training online fitness mm-hmm. business course. Um, so I was just like, OK, like, let me do this first, because I felt like if I went straight into hygiene, like I just would have gotten too comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And I like wouldn't have followed my dreams and like put in the effort towards it. So I kind of gave myself this year where I was like even to like my family and stuff like that was just like just like give me like six months to like a year like if this doesn't work out like I'll get a full-time hygiene job like if I'm not making money with coaching um so yeah that's what I did and I ended up for the most part doing pretty well for coaching and and stuff so yeah I just it's it's crazy like now I almost like think like, wow, if I could have just went like and just did hygiene, like probably be less stressed, honestly. Yeah. Than, like, yeah. Like, well, it's always like, there. As a, that's the thing, like yeah. we're the same age, I think. And a lot of people ask me now, like, oh, like, are you going to quit your job and like do social media? Like, are you going to do this forever? And the truthful answer is, I don't know. Like yeah. things are always changing. And you got, it seems like everything kind of worked out in a, like a perfect timing for you where you're page blew up at the end of like senior year of college so that's like when you had to decide like okay am I gonna get and you had a nice buffer you just said like you you told your family and friends like give me six months to figure it out because even now being like a year out of school 
you pass your boards, you have the education, there's always going to be a need for dental hygienists. Really. Yeah. Most people decide to like stop brushing their teeth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but social media is like, it, it can be a little like one, one month you might have a lot of clients or, or not social media, but personal training can yeah. be a little up and down, up and down. So I don't know about you, but when people ask me like, oh, well, like, what do you plan on doing with this? Or what do you plan on doing with that? I'm like, I don't, I honestly don't know yet. I'm just figuring it out as I go along. No, honestly, same. Like I try, I think that's the hardest thing with this it is for me too. Cause I'm a little bit of like, I'm a little uptight um, mm-hmm. and I'm a little bit of like a control person. So like, for me with like owning our own business, right. Cause you have your own coaching business mm-hmm. too. It's just like a, the inconsistency of not ever knowing truly what you're going to make that month is scary. Yep. And then be also just like being your own boss, realizing like, okay, well, like everything that I do do is, or that I do make, or that I produce or like content, I put like, it's all in your own power. So it's like yeah. all the like everything's on you all the time you gotta like your own grow up really fast with it and yeah charge I guess yeah but I think that one of the reasons why you're like very admirable to me is the fact that you you do oh my god I can't speak you do Mm -hmm. still work as a hygienist even if it's one time a week I feel like a lot of people our age are so I don't want to say like naive but they're so quick to be like oh, I'm just going to throw everything away and like just be an influencer. And they're still living off of like dad's money to like pay their rent and stuff. Um, So I think it's not a bad idea at 23 when you still have the time. And like, we have no kids. (laughs) We don't have to like go home and like cook for a family or like bring kids to activities and stuff Um, to just keep your options open. And you like, I'm assuming you went to, like hygiene school because it's something you also like to do even if it takes like a backseat to um like personal training and stuff yeah yeah so I that was the thing for me and the um I went through so much like this school like I thought like I was taking like the easy route like doing hygiene like yeah. hygiene school is so fucking hard I bet like, I can't so I can do it hard like I thought it was going to be so much easier than it was for some reason I guess because I was like oh it's it's so much less work than or like orthodontist is even more school than dentistry so I was like okay like whatever it will be a breeze and then I was like holy shit this sucks like oh my god the trauma I have (laughs) from like clinic days um but yeah so I was like, I went through like hell and back for this degree. Like, and the thing with a license for hygiene is like, if you don't keep up with it, like you lose it. Like, That's it. It's so like the same I, thing with personal training. Yeah. Yes. You have to like practice it. You can't just learn it once and then. Yes. Be- but like you literally lose your license. Like, yeah. so like if I don't do like continuing education courses, yeah. like my license will expire. And then I have to like retake the board exam to like get it again that sounds so like I can't yeah (laughs) like I can't do this I would not want to relive that part of my life yeah like at all so I just keep my license alive and then same thing with like coming fresh out of school I was like well like it's one thing if you're like a hygienist for like 13 years and you take 
a hiatus like that comes back to you like riding a bike when you're from school to the real world to taking a break to then trying to go back into hygiene like let's say this doesn't work out for me like 10 years down the line right maybe it's great for a little while but eventually it's not um I would be so lost because I literally I was only a student when I last touched like an instrument like it wasn't like I was in actual practice um so I was like well let me just get the exposure and the experience now like you said um and so yeah that's why I'm like okay once a week it worked out also the timing was really good this office originally was only looking for someone to work once a week which you know most people when they come out of school they want like a full-time job so it it did work out in that sense (laughs) yeah and I I think another thing and I this is something my parents kind of instilled in me because my my dad came here from Taiwan when he was five so his whole side of the family were all like immigrants and he didn't grow up with a lot so he like instilled in me when I was a kid how important it is to like save your money and like he was able to save up money towards me and my brother's college education um and I think it's like something that people our age don't really think about anymore like having a job that will give you benefits and like I'm sure working in a dentist's office you probably have dental benefits I would assume as a hygienist it's like don't because I'm only working part-time so yeah that's actually the thing with hygiene is there's a lot of part-time jobs so you don't really get benefits but um, if I did like a full-time hygiene job I would get benefits still though it's like extra money in your pocket that you can put into savings because like we are so young and you just, you never know what's going to happen. I don't know about you, but like, I would like to afford going on nice vacations yeah. <laughs> in a few years and, and being comfortable. So I'm a little bit of a workaholic too, though, where I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll balance this. I could add that to my plate until my plate like breaks. <laughs> no, I'm literally the exact same way. Like just keep piling it on. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm fucking stressed right now. Yeah. Give me something else to be stressed about. <laughs> no, I can handle it. it's sometimes like it gets a little daunting everyone's like oh like you're so good at like I'm sure you get it like people will be like oh like you're so admirable because you handle like all of this or like you do so many different things and then it kind of feels like a little pressure where you're like oh I have to keep saying yes otherwise people are gonna like think that I can't handle everything Yeah. yeah no for real And I'm almost like, it's like that imposter syndrome like kicks in really hard Mm -hmm. too sometimes because I'm just like, it sounds awesome. Like I like think about like me talking about what I do and I'm like, wow, that sounds like, when I like think about it, I'm like, oh, that sounds like I do a lot and like, that's pretty cool. And then I'm like, I have no fucking idea what I'm doing (laughs) half the time. And I'm like, I like don't even, like, I feel like I'm not ever doing enough. Like I feel like I'm not though. It's such a weird concept. It's funny that you brought that up because in the intro to this episode, I was actually talking about imposter syndrome. I I don't know what it is, but I'm the same exact way. Like when I start, even now, like I'm 23 years old working in an office with people that are much older than me. And I catch myself all the time being like, I have no business being here. Like, what am I doing here? And then I have to step back and be like, no, like I have a degree. Like I'm, I'm qualified but it, just, it feels weird when you write it down on paper, like all the things that you're doing with your life. You're yeah. just, I'm just me. Like, how did I even end up here? It's so weird. And I think a big part of that also is just, I think, uh, transitioning into adulthood. Cause like you yeah. were just like a kid your whole life. And I'm like, 
oh shit okay yeah I have to pay for this stuff and and oh my god wow like to exist is like really expensive it's oh like, yeah it's, no it's, it's yeah, like oh, okay no. so people really do work to live okay yeah oh it's such a rude awakening yeah. <laughs> and I, like I also spent like in high school, I was trying to get good grades to get into college. And in college, I was trying to get good grades to study to get my degree. Yeah. And I'm sure you're the same way, like through like hygiene school, like you're studying so you could pass your boards and then you pass your boards and you're just like, okay, so I did it. Like, yeah, it's like, done. oh my God, I survived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just like you're working towards this goal for so long. And then you're like, oh, like, wait, I actually did it. Like I accomplished that. <laughs> It's, it's so crazy. I know. We're in what you, so what do you do? I like work in marketing full time. So I got my degree in marketing. I went to Rutgers for business. The best way to describe it is I work for a company that manufactures, like we're like a manufacturer. So we make the products, like they're ours. So I make a lot of marketing materials, like banner ads and like sell sheets and stuff for our distributors and our resellers to use to sell the products mm -hmm. so we don't like I don't sell them myself but I make everything that would help with the sales yeah no that's so cool and you like doing that yeah it's honestly it's fun for me I've always been the super creative person like I played like a few instruments I like to draw and read and write and all that stuff so I like my job because I get to exercise the creative muscle in my brain and it's also it's really flexible and yeah. um like I'm able to work from home two days a week so it makes it easy for me to balance like what I got my degree in and doing my full-time job and also um like going to the gym and personal training so it's like I I've, I feel like I'm like Hannah Montana sometimes yeah, like, I have like two I separate lives it's so different like flipping a switch from being an influencer to being like in an office yes it is yeah. it is especially because like I don't know I I work in an office with people that are like a lot older than me and mm -hmm. like I'll sometimes I'll bring it up and stuff like the stuff I do on social media and a lot of them like don't even get it yeah yeah no not at all it's like so foreign to them yeah, I know. How do you like that compared to like what you do on social media? Like how does marketing compare to it and like coaching? I think that actually my degree has helped me a lot with my Instagram and with my coaching because I know how to like market myself and like speak to the audience that I'm reaching. Um, yeah. They're very different though. By They're different, but they're similar. Like obviously my job I sit at a desk a lot and I'm very like sedentary but both of them I have to like put on my sales hat a little bit like at work I'm talking to our like dis distribution partners and putting on like my salesperson face for them and it's the same thing with personal training like you got to put on your like coaching hat like you're almost yeah. like your sales hat like you're trying to keep your clients yeah it's kind of similar yeah. in that sense but Similar, but different, if that makes any sense. Do you like one more or the other? Um, I don't know. I like that with personal training and stuff, it's all on my own time and like I am my own boss. But I'm, I feel like I'm learning a lot at my full-time job. Just about like how like 
things work in the world too. Like and I've, world. I've made a lot of really good friends at my job. So I'm like super thankful, especially starting after college and all my friends from school, like being scattered around. It was nice to like have a new group of friends and they're awesome. So I can't. I, I know that is good. Yeah. Um, I wanted to play a game before we end. I have to get yeah. out my phone though. <laughs> I was trying to think of what to do last week um, when I interviewed Marina. We did like a this or that. So <laughs> it's got, I thought we would do like a fuck, Mary kill, but with <laughs> inanimate objects. Like it's not, for anyone listening, like it's not serious. <laughs> Just like what you like absolutely love, what you like would keep in your life and then something that you would like definitely out like first thing to go. Um, so all inanimate objects, <laughs> fitness related. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> cool. So first group is all all about squats. We have back squat, split squats, and front squat. Okay, so this is I guess this is a little bit hard because I don't really I never really front squat. So <laughs> yeah, I kind of wanted to like get into it, but I feel like so that I'd probably kill that back squat. I would marry forever, um, and then a split squat. I guess. <laughs> I think I would kill split squats. Honestly, <laughs> I can't stand them. I I don't even know the answers to these myself. I didn't <laughs> thought about them. Okay, next is food. So we have chicken, steak, and fish. Ooh. Uh I think I would kill steak because I don't really eat red meat that much. Um so I would then uh marry chicken. I I love chicken. Yeah. Um and then fuck fish. <laughs> that looks so weird coming out. I know it is weird. <laughs> I think I would also marry chicken. Chicken's not like my favorite, but it's consistent and I need it so much. It's such a staple. Yeah. Like I just like I probably eat chicken like more than I eat anything. I eat else. chicken like every day. Yeah. yeah. I barely eat red meat, but I love like a good steak. So I'd probably kill fish. I think I would kill fish. I don't really eat fish that much, except for shrimp. I, I think about sushi though. Oh, like, that's true. Yeah. I love sushi's my favorite food. So like Yeah, I didn't think about that. I know because like yeah I was thinking that too like a cooked fish like mm, I don't cook like I don't meal prep like fish but you're right I do love sushi yeah so then like I feel like I'd rather eat more sushi than I like I never order steak like ever but I do I can appreciate a good steak like my yeah. mom made it I, just, like, I don't I don't really eat steak a lot because I can't like afford to go to a nice steakhouse <laughs> I can like afford yeah, but sushi. Like- <laughs> it's just like I don't know it's like exhausting to chew and yeah that's like the more bloated after eating red meat it 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 doesn't digest as well for me I don't know it doesn't I I think it doesn't feel like most people yeah okay next set of three leg day pole day and push day oh that's hard I know (laughs) I think just because of the way my split is right now like my pole day has been just and I think also because like I deadlift on my pole day I would kill pole because I just feel like <laughs> it is so exhausting and I, I my deadlifts like suck right now. Um, and then 
definitely marry leg day love leg day forever and then right now <laughs> I would fuck push because my, my bench has shot up so much this past year it's been like my favorite thing I love that bench. yeah <laughs> I love that. I've been trying to reach um 135, but I got into like my car accident a few weeks ago and I bruised my chest bone. So I haven't bench pressed since like last Friday. I was my first time doing chest again in like four weeks, but I did a pin press because I felt like doing an actual bench press with the barbell touching my chest is like it still hurts. So Oh really? Oh my god, are you okay? How yeah, is no, that? I'm 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 chilling otherwise, but Yeah. I was close to Well, I was at like I think my PR is one thirty, so Oh yeah, you'll maybe definitely. this winter after I'm healed and and when I'm bulking and eating more food. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Oh, you're bulking this year? yeah, I, I'm gonna do it again. I want to see some more growth in like my lower body. I Yeah. I like the way that I cut this year, and I'm like very comfortable in my Yeah, body. your I would cut say, looks good. thank you. You're welcome. My upper body grows like a lot faster than my lower body, so Same. It's so annoying. I know it's yeah. It's whatever. I'll take it. <laughs> um, next three. Pasta, <laughs> bagels, English muffin. okay um I don't really like English muffins that much so I'd probably kill those Okay. um pasta and bagel that is that's All right. I would probably marry pasta and then pasta bagel yeah Okay. Are you Italian at <laughs> all or no? no I'm not but I like grew up in a town where everyone's Italian Okay. and I was like gonna say you always seem like you're eating like nice like Italian meals. Like I feel like my mom you is <laughs> made Korean that up. but she just straight up cooks Italian food like <laughs> it's such a weird concept I love that. I my mom's Italian, so oh okay uh, yeah. And then my dad's like Chinese, and he tries to say like Italian words, but like yeah the the way that they're supposed to be said, it's so embarrassing in public. <laughs> He's oh like, it's that's not like gonna funny listen to this, but like it's embarrassing in like a cute dad way, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, my mom has a little bit of an accent and like my stepdad, he's like <laughs> um he's like part Italian too. So, it's so funny. Growing up in Jersey, you just <laughs> like everyone's Italian by yeah, by default. for real. For real. I always felt left out. I was like I'm the only one <laughs> in my like friend group that's not Italian or like in my class. I was like, "Oh my god, I used I to be always so embarrassed." I joke around that it's like my rite of passage in this state, like being Italian. Yeah. But my grandparents like And and my mom too, they're absolutely disgusted by Jersey Shore and the way that like all because I live like closer to the beach. So all like the Guidos from Staten Island come right over to my area. And it's like truly embarrassing sometimes. <laughs> okay, last three. Protein powder, pre-workout, and creatine. All supplement based. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I would definitely marry pre-workout. I'm addicted, like, to pre-workout. I've been cutting back. I feel really good. Um, I am sleeping so much better. Good. Um, yeah, I love it. Love pre-workout. Um, I would... fuck pre uh protein powder and then kill creatine i don't take creatine um maybe i will eventually but i everyone's gonna come at me for this because everyone is so everyone backs up creatine and thinks it's like amazing i didn't like myself on creatine so I feel like i don't body know reacts differently yeah things. That's what I say all the time because I did I've taking creatine for the past two years when I was bulking for me like I I think it works but whenever people ask me like oh what brand or whatever 
or should I take it? Should I not? I'm always like, you know, try it. Yeah. Like it works for some people and it doesn't. The same thing with pre-workout. Like most people love pre-workout. I liked it too, but I have such bad anxiety that my therapist was like, you need to stop. Like you need to not take that anymore. Same. Yeah. She was like, cut back on caffeine. Like I didn't realize how much caffeine I was actually taking um and then I was like oh my god because <laughs> like, I would drink coffee with pre-workout like oh my god so, I, my heart yeah. would come out of my I think I would pass out <laughs> yeah so we're a little coffee. bit more sensitive yeah I'm so I'm not I'm like very caffeine sensitive I like I think I've gotten a little bit better since I started drinking coffee in the morning but yeah my therapist is like if you're having panic attacks maybe you should like not take stimulants yeah but I was like I need like I can't you can't ask me to go in the office for like 7 30 a.m and not have coffee so that's my choice of stimulant these days and I I take stim free pre-workout but it's really just for the pump I said like yeah. if if I wasn't filming myself I wouldn't take it but it's against my will I I miss it I know right I'm the same way I literally love stim my boyfriend calls me a stim junkie he's like <laughs> you're a stim junkie like this is I've never like, heard that term before but <laughs> I think I'm gonna start calling people that I know I'm like yeah it's, it's bad but like I agree like I feel so much better and my sleep that my the biggest thing for me was like I could not get I would never feel rested like I always felt like shit and um, on top of that, like, plus, like, overtraining, like, um, so, like, I was just, like, all right, I need to, like, do something here, because, like, I'm starting to hate the gym, and, like, it's good you it's recognized just, it, though. Yeah, yeah, it's good to catch it, but same, my therapist was, like, yeah, so why don't we start, like, monitoring your caffeine? How about we just, like, try that, or, like, it's see a hard pill to swallow. It's, like, I know, words you really don't want to hear, but it's also, like, okay I'm going to therapy for a reason I can't just say no (laughs) yeah right like all right like maybe you're on to something (laughs) I I know some people that cycle like two weeks taking it two weeks not I just cut it out because the first time I took it after starting like an antidepressant that I'm on for like my anxiety was awful the two of them like did not clash well at all and I was like all right I'm I gave away I gave my cousin my protein or my pre-workout tub and said just take this off my hands <laughs> so I don't take it again no I know I used to do a cycling of like every month like take one month off one month on mm-hmm. and then it was just like I would feel it would take me like two weeks before I would be like oh I'm good without pre-workout like I don't even need pre-workout and then as soon as like the month was up I would take the pre-workout and it'd be like oh my god I love this and then it just like got to a point it is addictive. Like it's, like, it's so addictive. Yeah, it's a day. It's like it's yeah. a drug technically, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. I'm really glad that we got to chat. Um, if you want to tell everyone where they can follow you on Instagram and TikTok and anything else you want to plug in for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. So everything, my Instagram and my TikTok is Jill G Fitness. Um, Jill with a G um and yeah that's where you can find me I'm pretty much just on Instagram TikTok I have YouTube but I'm not consistent enough with that so (laughs) yeah Insta and TikTok are my two two mains but yeah thank you for having me yeah no thanks for hopping on all right before signing off today I got this idea from my coworker Steven one of my good friends I do a little thing for um, my friends at work 
I send them a song of the week because I have a very diverse music taste and I really do appreciate music. So I give them different songs every week, different genres. Like we've covered a lot so far, but he thought that it would be really cool if I ended each episode with a song of the week suggestion, suggestion, slow down for you guys. So this week's song of the week is Noah by Noah Cyrus. First song on her first album, phenomenal. She is a great, great, great artist. And I don't know if she's fully appreciated like she should be. But that just about wraps things up for today's podcast. Tune in next Monday for a new episode. Please subscribe and consider giving me a rate or a review. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Lips with Liz.